And welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast. Well, <laughs> it's your boy Dave. Find me on Twitter at numbillsfan.com. Along for the ride to my right, my compadre, my bro cheese as my friend Joel Thompson would say. Adam Deacon. Let's give it up for Adam Deacon. Alright! Alright! Yeah, thanks everyone for coming out tonight. Um it's your boy Adam. You can find me on Twitter at NumbillsAdamD. You know, we're just over here streaming worldwide from NumbillsFan.com. No big deal. International podcast superstars. I don't want to cut off greatness, but I'm having a hard time finding a sound drop I can't afford of uh, of a crowd roaring in the background at the Roth. I mean, New Era Field. Well, you, you just cut off greatness, thanks. But, um, all right. I, I deserve a roaring crowd. I don't. I don't disagree with that. Hear it? Yep. So, anyways, Wednesday nights. Check us out. Bills Fanatics Facebook. Bills Fanatics BF dot com. Bills Fanatics BF on Facebook. We do a live thing every Wednesday. It's pretty sweet. Come yeah, interact live, with us. Live video. Try and troll us. Get there in the you. comments. Tell us what you thought about the game. Tell us what you think about the next game. Tell us how we look. Don't don't tell us how we look. Might be in for a surprise. I'm pumped today, Dave. We're here. We got our mics on. We're in our little podcaster chairs. Got our headphones, our little laptops. And we got our listeners listening on iTunes and numbillsfan.com. It's the first Bills win post-game podcast of 2016. Yeah, let's enjoy it. They won. (laughs) 21 nothing. Nice shutout. First game ever as New Era Field. We were there. It still feels like home to me. I don't know. What do you think, Dave? Anything changed? Ain't a damn thing changed, right? No, there's some new signs. That's about it. Uh, One of the graphics didn't work on the Jumbotron, but hey, it's training camp for the stadium, too. Yeah, yeah, everyone needs practice. Everyone's getting their reps. So don't get your Speedos in a bunch. The assistant button pusher is filling in for the the, uh, starting button pusher. It's all good. You know, these guys are getting older. You got, you know, you got a new lineup. You look at the analytics. You look at the data. And you really can only work with the how many resumes get sent to you. That said, I never got a call. Yeah, mine mine got lost in the mail. It's all good. Clearly, I, they told me uh, I I was actually they didn't tell me anything. But I, I thought it was the same experience. Um, really thought a big part of that practice field would be huge, but um, they only it looks like they only bought part of the lot. Or I don't know. They only started renovating part of the lot got fenced in. Yeah, like the not, grass lot behind the field. I'm house. not sure what the deal over there is, but yeah, that, it didn't look huge. Yeah, we're talking about the uh, the second practice field they're going to put in. Or maybe third. Who knows? But it was a it was a good time. Kids' day. A lot of people out. Um, brought yeah. brought our, our correspondent with the Giants, Sean Timmerman. 
and um, and my nephew Devin, and it was a good time, which is his father, yeah, by the Devin, way. Devin's awesome. He was calling you words that I'm not even going to repeat on the podcast. I probably deserved it. We're, we're NSFW, and this is... This little guy was like crossing the lines of like politically correct roast, roasting Dave over here. It was great calling him Uncle Douchebag. It was it was the best thing I'd ever seen. I was I was dying. I actually made him cry earlier in the day. We were printing out the. His father is a huge Giants fan, and we've had him on the podcast in the past. And he's awesome. So he's had a hard life. He's had a hard. He's had a hard life. He's known me for a long time. And we're just printing up tickets. And, you know, we just talk his little game, talk his little shit. And then I forgot that I don't even know how old he is because I'm the best uncle ever. I think he's in double digits now. But I made him cry. Hence Uncle Douchebag. But then at the same time, he's ready to go to war, you know? He's ready, he's ready for battle. I ain't even Yo, worried about it. he kicked you it. in the balls, though, didn't he? It was just some old beef we had years ago. Some yeah, old beef right. we had years ago. All right. He so. gave me a swift punch. I'm not going to lie. It's on some hard times. I was living over there, but we, we came up together, Dev, Devin and I, since he was two. Oh, you know, man. we've lived together a few times. It's it's no joke, though, you know. I got a six-year-old at home, and I've gotten a dragon punch in the in the uh, package spot. And Look, there's only so much that McNuggets can take, and these kids got to know. So one time I honestly batted him back while he went down for the count. Guess what happened? I ain't getting hit in the nuts anymore. So guess what? Hurts you, too. I really don't care. That said, the Bills looked dominant. I thought they controlled that game against the Giants. The Giants came in. I think Eli is the most average quarterback. Crush me all you want. Oh, he's won championships. Whatever. And I'm not an Eli crusher at all. But, man. he's He is an okay quarterback. Yeah. I thought EJ Manuel digressed a little bit. Actually, I didn't even talk to you about that. I don't know why the hell I'm bringing up EJ Manning. We're talking about quarterbacks, but we're talking about whatever the hell we want right now. We're talking overall about the game, apparently. So right when we're rolling up to the game, actually not rolling up to the game, right as we're waiting for uh, our buddy in our, in our halftime show video on Facebook, on our Facebook account. Dave Larson, what up? Dave Larson. My friend Dave Larson texted, oh, my God, Carlos. And I see Carlos Williams was released, and we're like, whoa. Whoa. That boy really messed up. Word on the street with Carlos Williams being released is the weight issue. Um, But uh, uh, the suspension's not a good look. Can't he- play the first four games. He cleared waivers, you were telling me, over dinner. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, he cleared waivers. Carlos Williams is a free agent. So what that tells to the to you guys ready to jump off a bridge, okay, over this fire dog Whaley, you, you typical negative people. It makes uh, me wonder if there's something that hasn't hit the news yet. Yeah. That's what's scary is what what's really going on here because from all accounts – We'll mention it for the tenth time. We were around the man at the James Wilder camp at uh, James the, Wilder the, kickball uh, kickball com- event, community kickball event. It's yeah. pretty sweet. It happened about a month ago, and Carlos Williams having to roll up, and it was cool. 
you know, you get to see these guys on a one-on-one level. And James Wilder is the ultimate pro, by the way. Great attitude. Came out, shook everybody's hand. And Carlos Williams was pretty cool as well. But you just see this athleticism from him, even playing kickball, and you're like, damn. And I know he's like a pro athlete, you know. But it's unfortunate that you are that gifted and on the, the, the under 100 touches you had or carries he had over 500 yards rushing. Yeah, he had seven touchdowns, and, and that's in – you know that's only playing in eleven games, and now here he is falling by the wayside. Just a complete waste of talent, talent that I would I would never be able to have with all the practice in the world. I could I could busted my ass my whole life to never be that good at running with a, a football. And you mean you mean to tell me you can't get it together? Like okay, the suspension you should you should have been able to get around that. You got one of the most forgiving coaches in the NFL. You have Rex Ryan, like Mr. Second Chance himself. The guy who will take IKN and Polly, sign him the day after he gets released for, for punching Geno Smith, and then make him a captain against the Jets. You have that guy as your coach, and you can't, you can't work through this? So it, what that says to me is he came in there overweight. He, he didn't take it seriously. He probably was throwing around this attitude, you know. And now he's cleared waivers. He's a free agent. I'd be worried. I mean, okay, so we got to get through some cuts. There could be some injuries. We'll see what happens with Carlos Williams. At the same time, now that he's a free agent, you could also sign him back later on at a – you know, if you want to get crazy, you can sign him back later on for the guys who want to hold out hope at a bargain basement deal. He's played in the league one year. So the way I look at this situation is exactly what you're saying. If you can't stay on a Rex Ryan team, you royally fucked up. Like, call it how it is. You are doing something wrong. I really can't believe that that guy would really just fake it the whole time if that's the case. I mean, how how do you as a as a person, you have this opportunity. During training camp when eyes are on you and you were in camp, you're still messing up. You are still not eating right or doing whatever it is, if it's the weight excuse. You're not conditioning yourself. You're not staying in shape. What's your end game? Because that's the most selfish thing you can do. So I think that these guys look at it like, okay, we're by his side holding this idiot's hand the entire time. What is going to happen for those four weeks? Is Carlos Williams going to be playing defensive end? Or is he going to be playing... Nose tackle. I don't know. Maybe the next thing, maybe the next thing we see in the news is a Carlos Williams bullying scandal. They were picking on me for my weight, and I got frustrated, so I ate about it. Got cut from the team. 
You know what's stupid? You know what's really stupid? If there was one thing that could take off in the NFL, it would be a Carlos Williams bullying scandal because everybody on the team seemed to have been calling him fat. So, as far as I'm concerned, chances are up. You got guys like Reggie Bush showing up in shape, 31 years old, ready to play, ready to get down. You got Gillisley that some people were hoping that that Wilder could make the team over Gillisley, but that kid is producing. Actually, he got hurt in the game against the Giants, I believe a concussion. Yeah, he he entered the concussion protocol, smacked his head pretty good, I guess. Um, Created a ton of opportunities for James Wilder and Jonathan Williams to carry the ball, though. Those guys got at, got out there. They got after it. So, yep. Rex won't even touch this. You listen to the press conferences. He he is not touching this Carlos Williams thing. Maybe, we are maybe we are it's moving deeper on. Than Rex. Maybe you know. Maybe Rex was saying, "Hey, you know, let's see what we can get here." And just his attitude had him in such poor favor with the rest of the organization that it was just nothing you could do. Because I mean, I feel like Rex is the guy who would go and give that. You know, hundred. Well, let's be fair though. Rex has Rex has been under a lot of scrutiny himself, a lot of personal scrutiny, a lot of people trying to blame him for his team being undisciplined. I guess. Yo, I, I guess is is what the complaint is. Let, let Let's be real here. Let, 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 let's really be real. All right, I, I get sucked into watching these things like Pretty Little Liars. You know, I'll be playing Madden, my girl have it on on the other TV in the room, and I'm just like. Yo, stop lying. You have pretty little liars on with League Girls. Yo, Madden. I'll watch Outward like all day because there's definitely a reason to watch Outward. And if you haven't watched Outward and you're a girl's into those little shows, go for it. But I'm telling you, my overall favorite was probably Gossip Girl. If I had to pick of the three. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Outward, you know, you get some nudity yeah. in there. It's kind of cool. But I'm just telling you right now. When I saw the Carlos Williams news, I was like, uh-uh, we are finding out what's going on. Because in Gossip Girl and Pretty Little Liars, they, they have all these like, little cell phone mysteries going on. Oh, I got a text from someone. Whatever. And it's like, man, I'm thinking, who am I texting right now? Who am I hitting the group with Bill's Fanatics, finding out some information? Because Carlos Williams did something. He did something. Like, right before the game, I'm thinking this clown overslept. And I don't want to discount him and call him a clown, but this is where you deserve to be called a clown. Your actions speak louder than words. You did something to something. You did something to screw yourself right now. So what happened? It's going to come out. They say it's based on his performance. Maybe it is. At the same time, if his performance sucked, as a, as he a might, guy. It probably sucked and he overslept or maybe they just weighed him in and they told him before this game we're doing this because what's funny is they all of a sudden he passes he, he passes physical. They allow him to play. Yo, so, okay, as a guy who's gained about 30 pounds in the offseason, I can say that running is really hard. <laughs> so, you know. He, no, you, you know what I think happens, man? I'm telling you what happened. I think this kid showed up for walkthroughs or something. Or was behind that practice. I think that's what happened. I think he did not do anything right. So, right. like, wait I think, a second. And I think, you know, being in that situation, the frustration just builds. It snowballs. And you really do have to be a disciplined thinker to overcome that, you know? 
Once it's it's a slippery slope once you fall behind. And we've, you know, we've all been through a situation like that at some point where where we're just. It gets to the point where you just say fuck it. I think Carlos Williams got to the point where where he was either saying or ready to say fuck it, and the writing was just on the wall. It doesn't take a brainiac to figure out that if you scroll on Twitter and then you watch his press conference, it, it's like... He's got problems off the field, problems on the field, problems on the scale, no, problems got, off the he scale. Has, how many kids did Travis Henry have? And we were ripping... People rip on Travis Henry. I believe Carlos Williams has four kids. I uncovered some, like, baby mama drama from, like, a grandma. It was crazy. I was like, really? Two clicks away, I'm saying, oh, Carlos, you got to pay child support. you got to pay child support. And it's oh, like, that's cold, damn. Dog. Yeah, you know, like, that sucks. That's cold. You don't do that through Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless, man, he is so talented. I hope Carlos Williams gets his head together. He's a super great interview. He's a great talker. But that's all he is right now is talk because, baby, you're not. You are a paid professional athlete. Your little pep talk with Darius and Kyle Williams and you sought out Kyle Williams to go walk around the track for a lap for 400 meters. And I remember that the people, I would usually insert the fat kids who decided to be pieces of shit and not try to run, going around the thing to run the damn mile. For In school, you had to time yourself. Well, the fat kids got walking a mile for 15 minutes. So you're telling me you did one lap walking around the track, and if you divide that by three, you're almost at like three-and-a-half-minute chat with Kyle Williams, and your life is going to come back together, and you got to focus on you, and you got to do whatever. You clearly didn't because if you really want to do whatever, you could drop that weight very fast. You could drop that weight very fast if you work. Now, they say they don't want them to rush it. Whatever, man. I'm I'm so over at this point. It's like... If they got rid of you, and Doug Whaley, I personally trust, there's a reason for it. Right, and he did have great production last season, but we are living in the era of the the dime a dozen running back. And it sucks because we're a team who paid Shady McCoy a shitload of money to come here and be a featured back. But behind him, yeah, dime a dozen all day. Carlos Williams, he was a... Fifth, Fifth round, round draft pick. pick, seven touchdowns and five hundred yards. He did we got, enough. We got we got more production out of him than most guys are gonna give us coming out of the fifth round. Now Jonathan Williams, similar situation. He's looking pretty good. I'll I'll roll the dice on that. And, and not for nothing, you're a coach and you see these kids I'm not a coach, but you if you're these, a coach. You see these kids working so hard. And like, what I if the them. what if the lot what if this locker room really is all in and all this bullshit? And some vets are coming up to Rex being like, "Yo, man, Los is fucking up. We don't want him on the team. We don't want him around." And maybe he lost the locker room, or for all you know, maybe the quarterback said something. You never know. That's your quarterback. Well, no, you know, I've, I've seen some things. The locker the locker room was surprised, man. Were and, they really? And you know, then he, it should be a message if they were surprised. It, you know, his FSU boys, you know, Wilder and Emmanuel and uh, Darby. Who else was there with him? Nick O'Leary. Right. I mean, the whole damn team's here. EJ Emanuel. Yeah, yeah. Did you say that already? Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I don't pay attention. You know, all those dudes were tight. So. 
So, next guy on the list I got, I mean, are you done with Lois, Carlos? Yeah. Again, wish you the best of luck, dude. Yo, but you, you figure it what? out. Figure I, it out, son. He, he's a free agent now, but good guy. If he comes back, I'll support it. That means good. he made a lifestyle change, you know? If they're interested in him again, it's because he made a lifestyle change, and that might be how they look at it. Maybe they make some cuts. Maybe they figure something out. I feel like I feel like he's gonna land somewhere in the AFC East. I just feel it. Well, that's the typical thing. I I, I don't want to be like the the Bills guy who's like, oh, damn, Bills are Billsing again. They're they're this is the most you know Bills outcome that could that could come out. He's gonna go to the Patriots, but he is a totally a a type of guy that Bill Belichick would slap a helmet on and and make us regret. True. So, number 99, in an effort to reduce his suspension, supposedly, to look good with the NFL, Marcel Darius has announced he's going to rehab. There was a press release from the Buffalo Bills, and next thing you know, he is on Chippewa Street, allegedly partying. Actually, there's a picture of him with his captain's hat on, and people are taking photos. Like, what's he now, doing we're now? we're saying partying. He he's not doing anything in this photo except for what appears to be some sort of dance that large men do. You know what they should do? They should just crucify the guy. I mean, now yeah, well, let, let's let's not have okay. let's not have a bunch of money and go out. But you did just announce you're in rehab, right? You need to play this from look rehab from a public relations standpoint. You need to you, you need to worry about what your image looks like, but by the same time, and I said this on my Twitter at numbillsadamd for those who don't already follow me. I don't know why you wouldn't be following me. That that's just stupid. Good looks, but, great oldies. Yeah. Um, who doesn't have the last slice of cake before you start a new diet? It's like, all right. I I mean, if I was going to rehab tomorrow, I would smoke so much pot tonight. Get. Get drunk. I I mean, I would get drunk. I would go out. It would be, it would be a great time for everyone involved. I think it's hilarious because it's like until the sun came up and I had to go to rehab. <laughs> like he knew, he knows what, what the next few weeks, months, whatever of his life are going to be like, and it's not an easy thing to lay down and walk away from. Is it do coming from a dude who loves to party? Cause I love to party. For those who don't know, partying's great. Wait, you do? Yeah. I haven't seen you. But sometimes out you have to drag you out of town in the van. I was gonna say, but sometimes you gotta lay it down and you gotta walk away and you gotta try to get your life right. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> when I when I reach that point, I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, keep me keep me in the loop. Um, you can find me. You can email me, Dave at numbillsfan dot com if you want. I don't know who, what's her name, Adam. Adam, what's okay. my what's my All name? Right. Yeah, let me know when you get that figured out. Um, what's my name? Look, I, I look at this situation like seventy two of these. What's my name? He asks. I don't know. So who is this guy in my right? I'll tell you what. I, I look at it like this. You know. Before I uh, might have indulged in the marijuana, I would think, wow, that's for losers, whatever, whatever. Long story short, fast forward. And um, it, it, 
it's kind of funny watching the guys who cover these things with the marijuana thing all flip out. You know, Tyron Matthew really got his life together. He really put down the ganja. And people get hung up. Well, it's the rule. It's the rule. And it's like, these guys probably keep smoking weed because they're like, oh, wait, we've smoked weed before. And really, it's no big deal. So what's going on here is Marcel Darius checked into rehab. To me, it's like, I laughed out loud. I was like, ah, are you kidding me? For what? What the fuck are you checking in for rehab for? What? Because you smoke a little weed? Okay, no. You should be checking into the bank account to check it and be like, damn, I shouldn't smoke weed anymore. But I get it. If it I was, looks if better. If I was pro, I'd have that clip from Half-Baked lined up, but I don't. So what I'm saying here is, guess what? Marcel Darius... Looks at that like a joke to rehab. I do, too. Everybody listening to this probably does, too. And not for nothing, I'm going partying because it doesn't matter. Boom. And is it really partying going out at night? Because last I checked, the reason it's got to be sweet to be, like, a superb athlete and at his size you should not be able to do the things he does, I, I why not go have fun? Last I checked, the guy might be into women. Go get some women. That's what he wants to do. You go out. Excuse me. You were. He did a great I, PR I move by wearing a. I wouldn't be doing nothing different. Exactly. He does the great stunt of like, all right, I'm an icon. You know why? Because I got this damn Darius Sailor's cap on. So all the ladies know where to find me. That is the most G move ever. People thought that LaShawn McCoy's thing about having a female-only party. You know why he didn't invite... Male Sue's party, McCoy, because I would have been there. You guys all yeah, would have yeah, been. If you're listening to this podcast, you would have been, oh, man, McCoy, Every dumb <laughs> asshole like Dave and I would have been cramming onto every Amtrak train to Philadelphia. It would be a sausage party. I'm like, yo, we might have ripped on Marcel a little bit in our Facebook Live video, which is up on Bill's Fanatics Facebook. I will say, after we did, you know, Shroud, and we, we wore some, some tie-dye and some shades and played a little music in the background. But it's all love. It, it's all love, and it doesn't, it's just such a joke, and he's he's going out. That's what you do. Yeah. You get a life. The Dallas Cowboys party, the Buffalo Bills party, all these teams party. It's just, well, you know what? They're winners. So the ref blows a call that's not your damn fault. What are you and talking about? The Super Bowls? Anything. Anything. I'm are just you talking saying. about like the Super Bowl era Bills and Cowboys? Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like Super Bowl 27, 28? Like, yes. Are we talking like Michael Irvin? And We're talking the topics I've been trolling on Twitter today with people. All right, all right, all right. You know? I, I kind of, I was like, I was like thinking about like the current like Dallas Cowboys. I was like. Who's partying? Who's partying? Does Tony Romo get wild? Like No, Tony Romo miss? goes to Buffalo Wild Wings a lot, apparently, and eats a lot of blue cheese. He <laughs> needs to lay off the breads, man. I'm telling you, that bread <laughs> is awful. All that freaking bread people eat is awful. They call me weird. I don't care. I drop weight. Follow me. Numb Bills fan on Twitter. Shameless plug. I don't care about Darius, man. It is what it is. He's out. He's doing his thing. Show up after your four-game suspension. You did something stupid. He's trying yeah. to get it reduced. Le'Veon Bell got his reduced to three games. I, Whatever, man. People want to jump on him, and it's like, you know what? You go through these people's Twitter accounts, and I'd be shocked if a lot of you people even saw your own shadow. So 
really lay off. It's not your fault you don't get any action. Or maybe you do. And, oh, you got to be a pro. Maybe you have a, have a family now. you got to set the example for the kids. I kind of miss a day of just like, yeah, you go to a, a, a stadium, expect to, to see drunks, expect to see a party, expect a good time, expect swearing. Let your kids know, because I have so many kids, I should know about this. Let your kids know there's a time and place. You know, so... Whatever. People want to people wanna say, oh, cut Darius, you got to trade him. Get out of here with your hot takes. Those, those takes aren't even hot. But enough about all these dudes who didn't play against the Giants. Let's talk about all these dudes who did play against the Giants. What do you got, man, Hemi? Well, you, who do you want to talk about? What group do you want to talk about first, offense or defense? Can we hit an overall? Can we hit an overall? An overall? Can we can we go blanket overall game, then blanket offense or defense, and then get into specifics? Because I'll say like, overall, this uh, team dominated. The Buffalo Bills dominated the Giants. And you can look at it like, all right, these teams are not scheming against any player specifically. They are doing what they're supposed to do, which is here's the play. Are you executing what you're supposed to do. Okay. You look at the you look at the game. And and it's a shutout. So it's easy to say they were they were dominant, but to me I can't I can't give give the game a real high grade overall. Cuz it's three phases of football and our special teams unit is fucked. Really? I don't know. I'm just following your lead. Really? Right like, okay, our offense did great. They got down the field, but they they fumbled away a touchdown. Some great plays in there. A great play that we missed walking in, but I did see the highlight of Tyrod Taylor. Hitting hitting Charles Clay. Yeah. Shaking shaking the end. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah, that was a great play. That was like some Steve Young shit, man. But ultimately Ended in a turnover at the goal line. Yep. I think Felton dropped dropped that. No clue. I think Felton fumbled that ball into the end zone. So, you know, there's a ding. That's the first drive, too. Then we have a missed field goal. We have some missed extra points. Some very frustrating things. Jordan Gay kicking some extra points. Dan Carpenter doing kickoff. And, and yeah, Jordan. It's kind of neat to see both of them. Jordan Gay it. goes back to back hitting hitting the uprights on these extra points. I mean, like, like how are you gonna how are you gonna hit the same upright twice in one game? That's and then Rex that's goes rare. for two next time. Yeah, yeah. EJ Manuel to Des Lewis. That was that was a nice thing though. I was good a, for Des Lewis. Nice little play, EJ. EJ had to keep that going, uh, you know, keep that play going for a second there, and Des Lewis finally, finally, you know, step step back back forward towards that goal line, and EJ kind of threw it low, but he got down and got it. So that was I, I was impressed. I was actually really impressed with what they showed on the two point conversion there. EJ, you know, since since we're already talking about him, Tyrod is definitely like the the highlight man of this game. Like what a performance from Tyrod seven to 10, 132 yards, real nice touchdown pass to the Sean McCoy. But man, his backup quarterbacks go <laughs> EJ Manuel had another really, really nice looking game out there. Um, you know, 
this isn't a co- a quarterback competition, but eight for thirteen, he went for sixty nine yards, and finished the day with a quarterback rating of one hundred one point one. Now Tyrod had a quarterback rating of uh, one forty five point eight, which is amazing, especially considering you got a guy who is as highly revered as. Eli Manning finishing the day with a 59.5 quarterback rating. Now that doesn't tell the whole story. I there's a, there's a lot that statistic doesn't doesn't put out there. I, I thought but EJ had a better game than any of these New York Giants quarterbacks had and it just makes me so glad that the Buffalo Bills did not draft Ryan Nassib when they hired Doug Marone. Drink. Yeah, we have a drink Ryan Nassib. After sitting behind Eli Manning, which I mean, that's the whole thing that I'm always trying to preach. Like, oh, you gotta, you gotta put your rookie behind a, a veteran guy who's who's gotten it done. And Tyrod is a perfect example of when that works out. And Ryan Nassib is a perfect example of when it doesn't. Now, talking to people who know more than me about this, um, a shout out to Eric Turner at CoverOne.net. He's in does the best breakdowns you'll find in. He's coached football and done a bunch of things. Changes so the way I watch the game. It really does. And, and you know, I'm bouncing things off him during the game, and we're shooting the shit. And, and I like talking to him because he can actually break down why this worked and this didn't. So it's like a pleasure to be his buddy through the interwebs here and, and have uh, somebody so valuable because his breakdowns are incredible. And, again, CoverOne.net. Um, one thing he brought up is that this team really – one in the trenches. Actually, I think that's what he told me. <laughs> what do I know? But it's like they just they just executed. They just dominated. All everything was really everything is going a lot better than I think we planned. Do you know? Do you follow me? Yeah. It's just everything is going a lot better with with that Carlos Williams news being released. This. Whole Darius suspension and, and and I'm multiple times during the game having and yes it's a preseason game you're gonna have it but multiple times I'm but I'm nudging you wait who's that what number and we're taking out our our guide our Rob Quinn camp guide and uh, we're we're looking at it like wait a second what's going who who it's nice man and you got guys on defense showing up yeah yeah there's there's a few guys who. Uh... Really surprised me. Uh, what's his name there? Bryson Albright. He he looked good. Again. Big bird, tall yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah. They need to they need to bulk him up a little bit. But he came in. You know, he was disruptive. Drell Worthy again. Nice showing. Two tackles for a loss. Former second round pick. Really looking forward to seeing him. And then the. Uh, the new guy on the roster, Croy Bierman, coming from the Atlanta Falcons, got in there with five tackles. That's crazy. Yeah. You don't want to know something? I forgot he was even playing. Yeah. So like, we came in there. We're all late to the stadium. There was construction. And- oh, the construction. There was an accident on the 90. We were stuck in traffic. I think it's just nice to see Whole this. Whole van full of grown-ups whining like children. Yeah, I wasn't psyched. Usually I can get through any traffic jam. Um yeah, the de- the defense surprised me, and even you know, like th- this game was a, a nice surprise thing overall. Because I I personally think the Colts suck. 
So, like, with the Colts, I didn't want to judge much, but, uh, and obviously Andrew Luck wasn't in. But I will say you got guys that are starting to show that they're consistent. You got Marquise Goodwin, three catches for 36 yards, you know, five targets. You got Powell, three catches for 46 yards on four targets. Yeah, I mean, the wide receiver three thing is really... It's it's so locked up right now. Yeah, I mean, Goodwin's out there making making three grabs. Powell's got three grabs. Little's got three grabs. Um, now, Little, I feel like he got I feel like he got robbed in this game. Now he had he had three catches, thirty five yards on six targets, but one of those targets he was in the end zone and. He had two hands on this ball, came down, got like four feet down in the end zone. And I think our stupid what's a catch, what isn't a catch bit our Buffalo Bills in the ass on this one, man. I think Greg Little had that ball, got both feet down in bounds. I, what I don't get is how that catch that they said ultimately wasn't a touchdown isn't a touchdown, but these ones where it's like two toes grazing on their way out, like tips of toes grazing grazing the the paint on the their way out of bounds counts as a catch. Greg Little stomped on that ground three times, okay? I'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty, four feet down before he he's was he went it out four? Of four? I counted down. at least three. So even if you go on my theory, which is less than yours, okay? So we'll give the refs the benefit of the doubt. Whoever came up with this stupid catch rule is amazing because all they did is redefine it. And and one thing I'm starting to really question here, shout out to the female ref out there. You know, it's awesome. I really love that. Seeing Sarah Thomas work hard, get to where she's at, that's pretty cool. So Sarah Thomas aside, because she is not old and I will say, you know, you would. Who, me? Yeah, I mean, I would. But just saying, you know, she's got a very nice picture with uh, Catherine Smith from the Buffalo Bills and Kim Pagula. Um, Her aside, I had this wild thing in my head. Why is it that when old people get older, their driving gets shittier, but they have the most experience on the road. Are you telling me it's really their eyes, or are they just dicks? Because let's be real here. How the hell can these guys ref NFL football games? Oh, so this wait, wait. With, this with, was with, a long-winded, like, refs can't see build-up? Yeah, like, refs can't see. I love and, this. So you know what I want to do? I want to follow these refs around. One by one and watch them drive and be like, okay, you drive like an asshole. You can't see the lines, but you're going to tell me you're going to watch. You're going to control the outcome of a billion-dollar empire. Actually, billion. Billions of dollars of an empire of the NFL. Control the outcomes of so many guys' lives. So many guys' lives. And you're fat and out of shape. It's not like you got all Ed Hockley's out there who are in fantastic shape who can probably run great. You have senior citizens out there doing this damn job. No disrespect to my pops, but he could still play some outfield a lot better than half these softball players out there. I ain't going to lie, okay? And that guy's like, what, 57 now? 
and still weighing in at a buck fifty-two, half inch under six foot. If you were wondering about his measurables, I'm telling you, I wouldn't trust him to see shit. That guy has never worn glasses in his life, and now he has little damn reading glasses. Guess what? Everybody starts getting them. You're telling me you can ref a game? Really? I want to watch you drive. Let's see how you do. What the hell is your driving record? <laughs> I'm serious, man. And it pisses me off because I get so hyped for the season. I get so hyped for the season. You know what? We're going to really uh, look at this catch rule for the last five years. Are you kidding me? Greg Little had three stops in my eyes, four stops in Adam Deacon's eyes, and you're telling me that eventually this is going to get to a point where there's a wall and this guy is going to run into the wall with 20 steps, but because he didn't complete the process and he nailed it and he dropped the wall on his way, or he dropped the ball on his way to jumping in the stands and he bashed his face, probably, that, you know what, that touchdown doesn't count. This is getting really ridiculous. This is really ridiculous. I understand if you got two feet down, a guy has a hand in there and, and maybe swipes it away, okay? I understand that, but not two feet in, really controlled, three feet, and then you're getting dragged towards the ground, and you lose the ball. Like, really? This is dumb. So dumb. These refs ruin the sport. I'm over them. I am so over them. Even last year with Cam Newton, oh, you're you're not old enough to get that call. Years ago with, with just give it to him. You know what, though? I love that they fed Greg Little again at the exact same spot on the very next drive. And shout out for E.J. Manuel. I, I know I tried him a little bit earlier today, but, you know, he is still improving. He's still getting better. But when you look at Tyrod Taylor, you don't even want to think about E.J. Manuel. He gave him that signature, that signature shot, man, that uh, – that, uh, Back corner, Stevie Johnson, Carolina Panthers pass. Yeah, but has he done that since? I don't know. I mean, twice. I, I, I twice don't look at me like twice I know. to Greg Little. That's true. Saturday. So as far as the game, I thought it was pretty sweet. Um, on the way home, anything else on the game you got? Um, I mean, now we covered we covered most of the guys that I wanted to talk about. Again, you know. Cardell Jones, Cardell Jones. I am so glad the Bills drafted Cardell Jones. It's making yeah. my preseason fun. Yeah, I mean he had the one uh he had the one interception trying to go deep to to Kane Coulter and I was surprised. I was surprised I didn't go out go out the back of the end zone with 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 the arm on him, but no, that one came up a little bit short and got picked off, but I do like seeing Marquise Goodwin on the outside too. Yeah, that's that's something else, man. I know I just digressed off of, you know, with, without notice because we're pros. Yeah, no, uh, and okay, so. Yeah, so, my, uh, Mike Gillisley went into concussion protocol. was the only injury. Uh, penalties were down. Only seven penalties for 73 yards this week. Yeah, the team seemed very focused. Better. Better. Still, still a lot of room for improvement, but definitely improved over the game against the Colts. One guy that's inconsistent but getting better, and again, I asked Eric Turner advice on this. We all love to hate Cyrus Quanjo. Oh, he's a boss. He's a so now it's going to take a lot for him to prove himself. So he's not as much of a waste spender as he used to be, 
And once he gets his his hands on you, he you know he's gonna keep you away. But it, if you catch that kid leaning, you're 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 in on him. Right, and he you know he he had a few hiccups. Face mask penalty cost cost the Bills fifteen yards, and he allowed a sack on EJ Manuel. But he I also mean, bulldozed somebody for one of the rushing touchdowns. Yeah, yes, like he, he cleared the like he is a big boy, long arms. Um, so we're driving home on. Uh, we're driving home in the van. I always take I always take uh, back roads home. And yeah, we I'm listening to post game traffic. Yeah, I don't deal with that traffic at all. So I'm taking back roads, and all of a sudden I, I hear Nate Geary, who we had on our last podcast, uh, Chuck Nate Geary out at Nate Geary WGR. He also does a Facebook live show. Sunday nights with Bills Fanatics and has a show Saturday with WGR from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Or, I'm sorry, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. And WGR 550 in Buffalo. So check him out. But, so, Matthew Collar, the producer of the morning show, the Howard Simon Show, it's his last day working at WGR. Nate Geary is in studio with him. So I'm thinking, all right, I got to pass here to be a little bit, a little bit comical. And um, here, here's what happened. Dave in Rochester. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Matt. Hey, Nate. Um, it's Dave from No Bills Fan Podcast. Um, Matt. What are you doing? All right. We'll try again. 8030. Well, I guess I failed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had a, I thought I had a free pass with, uh, Nate Geary being there, and for the record, I mean we've had Matt on our podcast too. So for the record, I'm making this call on a van full of people, and and a lot of people not named Deacon for real. It's like you should mention it. You're from Numbills Fan Podcast, and it's like, no, you think they give a flying shit? They're thinking that you're looking for free airtime, and it's like, no, I have a lot more class than that, and you know, I'm not looking for a cheap like. Oh, I hope they listen and check me out. What do you say? You can't understand me anyways on my best day. I always have marbles in my mouth. Are you kidding me? So, no way. So, I get... So, they get this stuttering dickhead on the line to hang <laughs> up on him. So, essentially, we've had Matt Collar on our podcast before, uh, right when the offseason hit. I believe they're in free agency. And Matt's a great guy. I really like Matt, but I had some awesome joke I really wanted to hit him with. And Matt's going to Minnesota to do radio, I believe, covering the Vikings in Minnesota. So congratulations congratulations to Matt Collar on that opportunity. But, I mean, Dick, move Matt. A little bit more credit, bud. I mean, I understand you're watching out for yourself, but I was going to hit you with this great line. Yeah, which is, I mean, anyways, let, let, let the man get on. What are they going to do, fire you? Just I know. Say, dude. What on. are you doing? So... I'm like, you know what? I got, we're calling in. So somebody, somebody called. Somebody, somebody asked me the, the phone screen. Like, what? What are you calling about? I'm like, shit. Whatever. Uh, whatever. Communication. <laughs> Dave goes, uh, communication was good. I'm fishing for some bullshit just to get my ass on the radio. That's different than anybody else. So I'm like, you know what? The communication. That's like a softball. You know what? The communication looks really good out there because think about it. For all you people who are writing damn softball articles out there about seven a day, love you, respect you, but there's one for you. 
Okay, just give me a little credit. Because the communication, no-brainer. They won 21-0, okay? And it should have been 28. All the blog sites out there tomorrow morning are going to be like, Bill's communication improves. Right. So I I just want to tell Matt Collar, which uh, which I'll tell him now, um, Matt, you know, now that Prince has passed, it's your time to take over Minnesota. That was the joke? That was what you were calling in for? It's cute. And then I was going to talk about communication. Oh, good Lord. Why do I hang out with you? Why are you here? Just hurting my feelings. You know I'm going to cry. Someone someone has to draw on the whiteboard. Look, shout out to Nate Geary. Shout out to Matt Collar. You guys are great. Matt, really best wishes. I'm sure you're not listening to this. That said, I'm done here. You got anything else? Of course I do. Oh, what do you got, fam? Check us out on numbillsfan.com. Subscribe on iTunes. Go like our Facebook page where we're going to be doing some live videos over there. We went, we want live halftime at the game. It's a fun account. We're good dudes. I've been sharing some good stuff, a lot of stuff from the Bills Fanatics and our boy Eric Turner from Cover One. Um Check out our Instagram, Numbills Fan Podcast. We're all over the place. Uh, also, You're all over the place. Let's link up. We're out of here. Unless Dave's got yeah, I got one oh, more. I got like one got more. Something. I got one more thing going on. Wanted to give Ryan Lacell a shout out. Oh yeah, Ryan Lacell. Lacell. Ryan Lacell and Icy Vic from the from the Bills Fanatics show. They are uh, doing their thing and doing it big. They've been our. Uh, Eyes and ears on the field at camp this this whole year, and it's been awesome having them to to let us know what's going on. And really, guys, thank you, thank you for all the support. Shout out to Pierre, Bobby, and Rico. We really appreciate them pushing us harder than that's than, the Bills Fanatics team. For those who don't know, so and like, if you don't know, go find out. Yeah, Bills go Fanatics check everything out. BF on Facebook. It's. It's great. They got they got the group over there. Lots of good discussions. Every day you got somebody going live, so check it out. All fun stuff. You know who's the coolest, so check us out. We're out. I'm yep. Dave. Find me on Twitter, at NumBillsFan. We'll be live Wednesday night with the Bills Fanatics. Don't miss it. It's your time to come. Tell us how you really feel. So do that. Stay numb. We're out. <laughs>